Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. On tonight's broadcast, we're going to be back in the book of Ephesians, starting in chapter 3. And we're going to be talking about the dispensation of the grace of God. And it's, it's going to be an excellent time. Uh, we're going to speak a little bit about that. We're going to talk about the mystery and what that actually is talking about. And then also talking about whose spirit is in us. And uh, it's going to be an interesting time. And uh, so join me as we dive into God's word back here and let this mind be in you. Thank you again for joining me. Let's dive right in. And hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. I cut the... Uh, the opening up, uh, the opening off a little bit, but that's okay. Um, I'm having, again, I don't know what's going on with this, uh, with my Facebook feed every single time that I start this, but it, it's going now. So I don't know what's that, what that's all about. I'm supposed to be able to monitor everything, but anyways, I see that everybody's checking in here. Uh, my mom is here on Facebook. So it's good to see you. I see, um, brother Jeff, Already checking in on on YouTube here, nice and early. So so is my dad and brother Gabriel, and it's good to see everybody starting to kind of come in. And uh, it's always good to see um, uh, you know people actually making time out of their busy uh, evenings uh, where they could be doing something else. But instead, you've decided to join me here in my studio uh, for a live Bible study, and that's amazing. Um, it, it just shows that. Um, well, you want to hear from the Word of God, and that's what we're about here And Let This Mind Be In You. Uh, we want to allow the mind of Christ to work. So let me just start out by saying I really, 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 really appreciate the fact that you've really, you've come in and you've joined me on this. Um, I've also noticed that there's been a lot more subscribers to the, um, the, the Facebook uh, page. Uh, I've also seen that... Uh, I also see that there's been uh, a, a few subscribers more on YouTube, which is always great. I'm now over 205. I think there's 205, 206 on YouTube and um, a little bit more than that on, on Facebook. But it's really in, uh, it's really good to see. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I try uh, to really work hard at this and put out uh, a quality broadcast where we just read through the Word of God. And uh, the fact that you've subscribed and you're telling your friends about it and they're, they're liking and subscribing is is a, an encouragement. I'll be just be straight up and honest with you. It's an encouragement to know that there is somebody out there listening. And um, um, we are told to preach the Word, be instant in season and out of season. So it doesn't matter um, as far as in the eternal thing uh, course of things whether or not anybody's listening to me right now, but on the sort of like that encouragement that the body of Christ is out there, there are uh, believers that are tuning in and uh, supporting and following along and growing in uh, in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to get started on Ephesians chapter 3. Before I get started, though, um, all those different platforms I talked about that are growing, please help to like and uh, share with those. Uh, it really helps if you share those with your uh, friends and family. Uh, so you already know about the YouTube and Facebook. I mean, you're, you're on here. Um, also, I've been trying to do a little bit more professional quality uh, podcasting. So if you want to go check that out on podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S.com. Remember when you search for um, the, the podcast on any of the platforms, just about any of the podcasting platforms, except for the, the paid versions, uh, I guess like your Spotify and different stuff like that. I, I don't, I don't get on those because, you know, you have to pay for a subscription and so forth and so on. And then, you know, all these other, other different things. But, um, I think I'm on quite a few, but remember when you're going to search for it, search for let this mind be in you ministries podcast. I know it's a really long one, but it'll take you right there to my page and, um, you should be able to see that. Uh, we'll have the uh, the the logo up, so to speak, so you'll understand or, or understand who is actually 
um, teaching. Plus, you'll hear my voice um, and pretty unmistakable uh, as far as that goes. So, um, but you can listen to the audio podcast uh, versions of that. Uh, so please help get that the word out about that. And what else? Oh, so I've been uh, um, talking to a few more people on the email, which is really good. I mean, I have that uh, ministry email for that exact purpose. And so I've had a few other people uh, reach out. Uh, tonight, uh, tonight, oh, I want to make sure I mention this right off the bat. I do not want to forget about it. But Brother Logan, uh, just remember Brother Logan. Uh, he, he, he wrote me and, um, said a few things and, and I told him that, um, well, we would be praying for him. Okay. So let's just, uh, take it to the Lord in prayer tonight at the end of the, at the end of the broadcast, we'll do that. Okay. Once again, I'm not going to, tr- I'm really going to try to avoid the, the comment section, uh, while we get into the study. I mean, I, I felt like, um, the, over the past couple weeks, I've tried to really be good at that and, and be very, um, what's the word, uh, disciplined, uh, to not constantly looking over there. And uh, I think it's really helped to just really focus my mind um, as, you know, we read through God's Word. So I'm really excited about Ephesians 3. Um, you know, so kind of right, it's right in the middle of the letter, so to speak, you know, so as we reach the middle of the letter, we Paul is really starting to get into, I would say, the meat of everything. You know, a lot of the uh, Paul's letters to the churches, he would start out with the, you know, the greetings and the different things, and start developing um, as the Holy Spirit inspired um, the the word that he was sending to the church there. And as we are here in the middle of it, um, he's really getting into the meat of it. And so, I really want to uh, bring up a few things tonight. I really wanted to focus in on a few things. If you notice that. Um, if you notice that I, I called it the dispensation of the grace of God, of course, we'll read that here. Um, but I had a different, a bunch of different titles that I wanted to pull out some of these verses. Um, yeah, so you'll notice that a lot of my titles, I, I just use straight from the verses. So um, I wanted to bring out a few other different things, and I will still, but uh, that's the title for tonight. Okay, um, well, that's good to see a lot more people. My wife is on here. That's always good. And uh, so that's over there on Facebook and a few other people. So quite a few people are tuning in to Facebook, and that's really awesome to see. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Please stick around if you possibly can. If not, you can always go back to the video section to check that out later on. And um, YouTube, we're running. Oh, hey, Brother Vato from way back, Romans 14, 12. Only has a few minutes. Okay, well, that's good, brother. You'll be able to listen in. He asked me if I'm afraid of the virus. He says of the clown virus. <laughs> uh, no. Nope, not in the least. But that's um, that's because we have the Spirit of God, as we're going to talk about tonight, too. So very good lead-in. Um, let's start out in verse uh, number one of chapter three. Let's get started right away. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. Um, you know, if you can, yeah, obviously Paul was in prison quite a, quite a bit throughout his ministry. So, um, but I, obviously here, even though he, he may be in prison when he's writing this, I'm, I can't remember off the top of my, my head if he is or not when he's writing this letter. But as he's writing this letter, um, He's a prisoner, means he's fully captured for the Gentiles. I mean, he was given over completely um, to the ministry that God had called him into. Uh, he sent him to the Gentiles, and he said, uh, Prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, given to Paul from God to talk to us Gentiles, folks, about who we are, who we have, ability now, and we're going to see access and a whole bunch of different things that come out tonight. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but um, it, he, that's what Paul was given, okay? He was given this um, message, so to speak, this dispensation of grace, uh, as some has called it, uh, as is right here, dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word. He was told simply to take this to the Gentiles, and I'm glad that... Uh, 
we have now been grafted in, uh, as the Word of God says in other places. But look at verse number three, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Uh, before we get a little bit too further into this, when you th- see that as a mystery, um, uh, one second, I'm going to drink um, some coffee here. Also, in my new coffee mug. So, that's good. Okay. Um, but as you see the word mystery, it's not, um, you know, like uh, some sort of a detective uh, movie or something like that, but it was something that was hidden in times past. Um, it was always, you know, God's never changing, so to speak, but, you know, as he says, I, I change not. The Bible says that clearly. But to the Gentiles, they just didn't understand this this dispensation. Um, I, again, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds um, or de- too deep into the meat, let's call it that, uh, as the word does, uh, about like dispensations and different things like that. I just want you to understand that when it says a mystery, um, this is something that has been revealed. It's no longer a mystery. It's no longer something that we can't understand. Now through the Spirit of God, and he's given us his word, Paul writes this, that ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now, here's how we know this is what he's talking about, because look in verse number five, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Now, wait a minute. I thought that, uh, you know, folks back in the Old Testament had the same knowledge that we have now. Well, that's not true. They said they had to have faith in what the word of God said. And now how was the word of God given in those days? The spirit would come upon a prophet. He would give the word of God. And that's what they had. By the way, we still have a lot of those stuff. You know, the book of Isaiah, you know, first and second Samuel, first and second Kings, you know, all these different things that are written aforetime for our learning, as Paul tells, I believe, Timothy, they were written for our learning. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for uh, correction, for instruction in righteousness. Um, if I just messed up that verse, uh, please let me know later on. I, I think I did. I'll go back later and be like, did I just mess that up? But um, anyways, but that's what I'm talking about. Okay, that's as simple as that uh, without getting too deep into the meat. It wasn't known to those sons of men as it's mentioned here, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, keeps going, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Now, again, fellow heirs. Remember as we've um, talked through uh, Galatians, and different, you know, as we studied through Romans, as we studied through a lot of these, these uh, books in the Bible, these letters from Paul, um, as we studied through there, there was a big problem and still is a problem today, okay, just in a different form, with not understanding the, the promises of God and people thinking and claiming promises that don't belong to them and, and different things like that. We are fellow heirs now, as it says, though, in what? Is it fellow heirs in some sort of a uh, land grab? Is it, are we fellow heirs now? We can go over there and claim the land of Israel for our own. Okay, we're the, we're the, we are now Jews. That's not what it's talking about, because look at what it says. That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise if it just stopped there, you'd be like, oh, all those promises that were given to the Jews. Wait, promise in Christ by the gospel. Remember, this was hidden in times past. They weren't privy to this. They were not, they didn't have access to this. Okay? Um, just giving you just a little brief overview of in the Old Testament times, if a Gentile, me, let's just use me as an example, would go and say, you know, I believe in Jehovah God. I want 
to follow your ways, as Ruth did to um, Naomi. I want, you know, your God will be my God. And I, and I met some Jew and I was like, Hey, I'm one, uh, your God is all powerful. I know your God is the one true God. I couldn't keep living as a Gentile. Okay. I had to become a, a Jew. Now there were some outward signs of that. Okay. There was some circumcision of the flesh that had to happen as well as some other things. And then I became what is known as a proselyte. There was a court of the Gentiles for them in the temple. They still were not completely, because of not of, of the flesh, they were not actual of the seed of Abraham as far as the, uh, well, of the 12 tribes of Jacob, okay, or Israel. If this is starting to make sense to you. Now, though, through the promises of God, we are fellow heirs, not to something that's temporal as like a land, those promises that, hey, I'll give you a land flowing with milk and honey. We are heirs to an eternal promise. Remember, this is all this is all part of one letter. Remember what we just read in Ephesians chapter two. We're sealed. Remember Ephesians chapter one and Ephesians chapter two. Remember those chapter breaks weren't made <laughs> until later, way later on. This is a letter. Read it as such. And it will have a just a more understanding of what it's actually talking about. It really helped me out when I started reading these as full letters. You know, you don't get a letter from a loved one and read the first bit of it and say, okay, that's really great, and don't finish the rest of it. And then you'll come back to it maybe a little later on, and you'll read maybe the end of it, like the last... uh, quarter of, of the of the letter. You're like, wow, that makes it's not gonna make a whole lot of sense, right? So just remember, read this as a letter and it'll help you out. Anyway, so let's continue on. Verse number seven, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. We know that this was on the road to Damascus and how he was called then and so forth and so on. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints. Look at the attitude that Paul had. When we, when we look at the Apostle Paul, and I do, and I, and I look at him and I see his life and how he lived it and how just how he gave everything and how the fact that he was beaten, shipwrecked, he even was stoned to death. He was you know, whipped, you know, it, it just thrown in prison, but yet still had this attitude where he, he could have been so easily said, you know, look at the mighty works that God's doing through me, so forth and so on. But look at this, who am less than the least of all saints is the grace given. Remember grace and remember who you once were. And I'll let that grace start working on you. And um, so that's, again, as we've gone through these studies, there's a, there's a reason I believe that the Lord has allowed me to bring out in the, in the, I guess, in the order that this has been brought out. Just remember grace, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. You know, we, you know this world looks at riches as money power, possessions, and, you know, cars and houses and so forth and so on. The riches of Christ is the fact that you will spend eternity praising him, not separated from him in the lake of fire for all of eternity because of what, and that's where you belong. That's what we all deserve. But because of his unsearchable riches, that grace, we don't have to be separated from him. For all of eternity, my dad was talking about uh, uh, some things tonight in his study. By the way, if you ever want to check out my dad, I posted a good picture of him today. He posted some uh, pictures of a mask. You know, uh, people were giving him kind of a hard time about wearing specific masks, so he said, "Okay." So he wore a different mask. He said, um, "What would it say?" One said, um, 
mask won't save, uh, Jesus saves, or something to that effect. I'll, I'll I'll look it up here probably at the end and, and tell you what it says. But but uh, he was preaching on this pretty much the same thing uh, to a certain extent. What I got to listen to uh, right before I started preparing. But the thing is, the unsearchable riches of of Christ, and verse number nine, to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Now, it keeps going. The you know, there's a colon here, you know, so it's still gonna continue somewhat on the on the same thought. I just wanted to bring something out to you though. You know, there's a, a lot of things ever since uh, this past over a year now that I've been on YouTube where there's different there's a, a different study and these different people that would bring out different studies and, and they have different channels and they have different teachings and everything like that. And I've heard some just wild stuff in this past year. And um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like I've never even heard of a lot of this stuff because um, I I had didn't go to any kind of school. I didn't, you know, I don't ascribe to a certain man's philosophies and teachings and different stuff like that. But it was so interesting to me. There's like a debate. And again, somebody correct me in the comment section later on, but between whether or not Jesus has always existed as, you know, in, in the form of Jesus, or if he uh, was some other form and then once he was born of a woman, then he became the son of God and all these different kinds of things. I think it's called uh, eternal sonship and something else. I don't know. Folks, let's read the word for what it says. Let's go back and read verse 9, okay? And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by the word, right? Right? Well, that's what John 1 says. So let's go over there real quick. Let's go to John 1. Let's go to John 1 and see what it says. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. This is verse number 1. And the Word was God. Now, okay, well, that's, you know, that's a different format. You know, that wasn't Jesus. That, that was the Word at the time. Okay. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Pretty black and white, very clear. Okay? Verse 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Okay? And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Okay? What what does Ephesians say, though? It says, who created all things by Jesus Christ. This is not a contradiction because Jesus Christ is the word. Jesus Christ was from the beginning. He created all things. Don't let anybody tell you that Jesus Christ was created. And before he was born of Mary, he was not Jesus Christ. According to this Bible, the King James Bible, which I believe is perfect and without error for the English-speaking people, the perfect word of God created all things by Jesus Christ. So I, I don't understand how this is something that people argue about. You understand? I, it's pretty clear. Well, of course, Jesus was the word, but he wasn't fully, you know, this, that. And he, I don't understand all their arguments. Look, to me, it's like they can't see the forest through all the trees they're looking at. Folks, follow the word. Read it for what it says. Don't try to be like smarter, <laughs> smart, too smart for your own good. Let's put it that way puffed up in your own wisdom. I trust me, that's in me. I get to that point where I'm like, wow, this, you know, I can really make this say, you know, and this I can look at this over here, just read it for what it says. Okay? I just had to bring that out because when I was reading through here and studying, some that just came in my mind. I I've read this verse hundreds of times, but as I read down through there it said, like, who created all things by Jesus Christ and I kept going, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who created all things by Jesus Christ? The same which was from the beginning, which was from the beginning of the world, hath been hidden God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. 
well, so that goes to like, hey, who was Melchizedek in uh, in Hebrews when it talks about in Hebrews seven when Abraham, who was that Melchizedek? Jesus Christ. I, it's not it's not something that you know I, I I find difficult. I understand if people are starting to learn through it. Don't don't get my attitude wrong here. I get that. But when learned, so-called learned people really try to wrest the scriptures to their own destruction, it gets really frustrating. That was a little aside, just a little side thing. I'm going to get back to this. To the intent, verse number 10. That now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, the church, the called out assembly, called out the church, that's us. The manifold wisdom of God keeps going according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Verse number 12, it gets right back to our study that we've talked about when we were in Hebrews. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Turn in your Bibles to now to Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 6, and we're going to read a good bit of that. But I just want people to get very grounded and rooted in the knowledge of who, what our standing is now because of Jesus Christ. It will change your perspective on so many things. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse number 6 It says, now when these things were thus ordained, the priest went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. The Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest. Remember, it was a mystery, wasn't revealed yet, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. The blood of bulls and goats could not satisfy. It could not make him perfect and complete, which stood only in meats and drinks and divers washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. Hmm. That is to say, not of this building. You mean a building is talking about this? Yeah. All right. Neither by the blood of bulls and, or excuse me, blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled the unclean, sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, we're going to get to that in a second, offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? It's a question to you. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. That's how we're fellow heirs. There is no difference between the Jew and the Gentile because of this. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is of, a f- of force after men are dead, otherwise it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Whereupon neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and of goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the, the book hmm, and all the people saying, This is the blood of the testament which God hath enjoined unto you. Moreover, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And almost all things are by law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. 
It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are a figure of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God, presence of God for us. Not yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world, but now once in the end of a world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. As it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall, be, shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. That's the access. When he talks about in the book of Hebrews in another place where we now, he, his veil, which was his flesh, was torn in order for us to have that access into the holies of holies, that's where our standing is now. We can stand before God one day, not because of righteousness that we have done, no, by any means, but because of his righteousness, because his flesh, that veil was torn for you and me. That's why we have access. In whom we have boldness now. Remember, we enter into the throne room with boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not in my tribulations for you, which is your glory. That's Acts chapter 9, verse 15 and 16 to me. Look what it says here. Um, Paul says, look, don't, don't, uh, I appreciate, I'm paraphrasing or just kind of summarizing what I think he's talking about here. He said, I appreciate that you're concerned with me. People were concerned. I mean, if you saw a brother in Christ going through what Paul went through, you would be concerned too. But he tells him here, look, wherefore I desire that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Hey, look, this, I, I've been called to this. That's why when people say, you know, I'm, I'm an apostle just like the apostle Paul. Oof. No, who would want to be the apostle Paul? I'm, I'm just telling you, as, as, a, as man to man or if uh, ladies out here, uh, I, don't, I certainly, in my flesh, I do not want to go through what Paul went through. But he was called for this purpose, to bring the mystery, the dispensation of the grace of God. Dispense. He's, he's telling you how this has been distributed now. So look at uh, Acts chapter 9, verse 15 and 16 real quick. He was called to this. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is chosen vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Look, we may suffer in this life. We may go through uh, tribulations. We may go through persecution. We may. Who are we to think that, you know, we won't? But just remember, the worst thing that can happen to you, and if you want to call it that, is that, you're, that you die. You know, why are we worried about that? As my brother here mentioned, you know, said, are you, are you afraid of the virus? I, I really am not. I, do I want to see my children suffer or anything like that? Of course not. And do I want to see my wife suffer? Do I want to see anybody suffer? Of course not. But I'm not scared of the virus for when it concerns me. Um, I'm really not. I've said from the beginning, once this thing started going down, I said, folks, you know, the Lord has not given us as born-again believers the spirit of fear. Stop acting like it. Um, you know, I would also think that we need to have some grace sometimes too. We don't need to – I'll just tell you this. All right, so as we go through this life, me and my wife have talked about this quite a bit, where we have – obviously, we lean upon – the Lord. Okay. We understand we are fully persuaded. We know where we're going when we die. We're not worried about that. Um, a lot of people around us though, do not know and are without Christ. And I don't want to be seen as being a, um, haughty and having the wrong spirit with those individuals. So I try as best I can and I fail miserably at it a lot. Um, 
to be to remember to have a grace. Let my speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. But anyways, I just wanted to bring that up about Paul and that he was called to that. He really was. Where was I? Uh, verse 13. All right, go back to Ephesians chapter 3, and we'll finish this uh, 14. Now, I want to bring this out because, again, remember, we're just going to read this for what it says. I didn't write this, okay? And, again, I don't understand why there's a, there's a controversy over this kind of stuff, and I'm just going to bring something really simple out, and um, we'll, can, we'll go from there, okay? Verse number 14, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it's speaking of God the Father there, so I want you, if you do, you know, if you have a pencil, I want you to mark that. That is a personal pronoun, the Father. It's speaking of the Father, unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Okay, that's uh, Jesus Christ, okay. That he would grant you, who's the he? Speaking of the Father, grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Well, this is speaking of the Holy Spirit, right? Whose spirit does it say it is? It says it's the Father's. Well, we know it's also Christ's spirit that's in us, as it's about to say here. It's not a contradiction. It's because it's one being. Okay? It's so simple. One being Three separate, totally distinct. These three are one, not denying any of that stuff. Distinction is there. Absolutely. Okay? Just remember, when you read that, though, you're like, hmm. If you break that down, it says here, by his spirit. Whose spirit is it talking about? I'll just leave it at that. Because we know it's not a different spirit than Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ's spirit, as it says in Romans 8, verses 9 through 11, is the spirit that's in us. So, Strengthen the inner man, okay, with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ, okay, that's how we know if you read English and you break this down grammatically, you understand that uh, who uh, spirit it's talking about here, uh, the Father. All right. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. See how it can just smoothly transition right there because it's the same being without contradiction. Don't understand it. It's more more than as great as the mystery of godliness. I mean, it's it's more than a mystery to me as far as that goes to understand it. I can't explain it. I just read what the word says here. May be able, verse 18, to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Now, can I nerd out on you for a little bit? When it talks about the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height, we're talking about four dimensions here. It, it it excites me in my in my brain because I, I just think we see things in a three-dimensional type world, you know. That's how we can see depth and everything like that. But this is goes beyond that, and that just shows you more again the, the things that we can't fully understand. Okay. This fourth dimension here: breadth, length, depth, and height. Length, got it. I can measure that with a measuring tape. Depth, same thing. In height, same thing. But when it talks about the breadth, that's talking about a different dimension beyond that. So pretty pretty neat stuff there. But again, it's just to make us understand the next verse. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. It's beyond what we can even, our knowledge. That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. That's very interesting. By the way, Starting in verse 14, down through this here in verse 19, is all one complete sentence, and it seems to be Paul's prayer example. So if you get a chance sometimes, go back and look at um, his focus in this prayer as we wrap up. But know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. That's also another interesting thing when it says the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power which worketh in us, more than we can even ask or think. So should we be scared about different things in this life? Should we be worried? Should we whatever? No. But just remember, 
why, what gives you that access? What gives you that boldness? What gives you that, um, I guess we would say confidence. It's not in ourselves. It's in the one that was able to do these things. More than above all that we could ask or think. Amen. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. All praise, honor, and glory goes to him, the one that's worthy, the lamb that was slain for us to have that access. That's the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to Paul to give to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And almost 2,000 years later, it's still as exciting as the moment that the Holy Spirit inspired him to write it down. And we have it preserved for us right here that we can study through. So thank you for studying through it. I had a few more things I wanted to bring out, but it, it, it probably would have gone a lot longer. So uh, a few different things. Um, I'm sure I maybe uh, stepped on a few words or, or so through here. So let's go check the comment section to figure out uh, where exactly... <laughs> I, I misspoke. All right. All right. So let's start out with face. Well, no, let's start out with YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, I saw, oh, brother Jacob Thomas. Thank you. Wow. I, you, you came in maybe after I checked this. So hello to your brother. Thank you for joining me tonight. Mm-hmm. Brother Jonas is here again. And brother Matt, brother Matthew, hey, thank you, brother, for uh, showing up here as well. All right, okay. Uh, so, brother, I knew brother Jacob would know the the different terms. Incarnational sonship teaches that the Word became the Son at the incarnation, and the Father was not actually the Father until that moment of the Son's begetting. <laughs> See, I, I I just I I just read it for what it says that Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Always has been. Anyways. Uh, boop, boop, boom. That's speaking of the high priest, yeah. Uh, brother Daruna, hello to you, brother. And I think we're right down to the Oh, we have a prayer request here. So make sure you're putting these prayer requests in, and we're going to uh, pray at the end here. So uh, Brother Vato here says, at the end of this live stream, can you all pray for a sister in Germany? Okay. Talking about um, she's needing to make some uh, some life decisions here. All right. All right, so we'll be uh, praying for that sister there in Germany as she's going through that. Let's go check out the Facebook uh, feed real quick. I don't know what my problem is today um, as far as my uh, speaking, but um, I, I don't know if you guys are hearing that or not, but I have like this, uh, and every once in a while, my S has really been uh, pretty whistly today. It happens sometimes. I don't know what it is, but... Um, Anyways, you guys don't care about that, but I don't want it to be distracting, but all right. So let's look over here at Facebook. Hello, Mrs. Brodsky, one of my uh, sailors uh, previously and now is again um, at my current command. So hello to you. Wow. Quite a few people joined in over here at Facebook. At one point in time, Micah Rochester. Well, if you're still on here, hello to you, brother. I have not gotten any better at playing the mandolin. That brother, I tell you, him playing that mandolin, I have not gotten better. Uh, I've really been lax concerning that, but I really need to get back into that. In fact, it's sitting right over there in my studio um, and that's, you kind of see this, uh, this is just another side note. You see this, I had, um, some people over here. When was that? Last Saturday and, uh, recording good, good, um, good music, 
good Christian music. So I'm working on that, trying to um, trying to get better um, at the at the technical side of this stuff because I want to be able to provide the opportunity for um, people without charge to come over here and record and do and just basically to fellowship. That's what we pretty much did. But um, my brother in Christ, Jonathan, showed up. So if you're watching that uh, tonight, Brother Jonathan, and we're going to have a few more, and I'd like to get some video um, and some recordings, and I'll play them here on the live stream. Now, I'm not quite sure if they're not original songs to those that um, are the musicians that have been coming here playing. If it's not original to them, I'm not sure if that's going to get me a copyright hit or not. I mean, I'm not monetized, but I don't, I'm not sure exactly about all that stuff, but I don't know. I'd like to show uh, you guys some of those videos here pretty soon, though, before I deploy. All right. And uh, my brother, Aaron. Hello, brother. Man, quite a few people uh, showed up here, but no um, no uh, prayer request and or comments other than, yes, a spiritual heir. That's right. Was a comment made? So we'll go back over here to YouTube. Ooh. Hey, Brother Burns. Brother Andrew. Hello to you, sir. He said he... <laughs> so that's usually Brother Jake Mays. Uh, usually forgets about what day it is and uh, sometimes misses it. But that's okay, Brother Andrew. You can go back and watch it. All right, so we need to pray for that sister there over in Germany. And Brother Duranda says, that's me normally as well. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. But that's not the, uh, you know, again, that's why all these uh, videos are saved. You can go back there and watch and study along. Um, and by the way, again, ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Uh, please, if, I, if I've said something that's uh, unscriptural, I do not want to remain that. Um, if I said it by accident, um, that's one thing, but if I said something that's unscriptural and I was pretty dogmatic about tonight, which I don't, I don't know. I just read it for what it said, but, um, if there was anything though, I want to know, uh, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing in me that makes me some sort of like the know all the bit that ends all and everything like that. I just read the word and, and for what it says and, what I think it says in a, in a moment of time, and but I'm willing to have my mind change biblically, constantly. Um, I think that's a good place to be when it comes to some of the other things that are not so set in stone, black and white. Um, if the Word of God says it, there's no there's no hey we can compromise around this. It says it what it says. Um, some things. Um, I, one of my brothers here, uh, brother Dan showed me a, a video of a guy who was sitting there talking about this, this, the exact same thing, how that in math, um, you know, two plus two is four, right? Everybody knows that two plus two is four. Well, um, if four is the end result and the desired result, five minus one is also four, three plus one is four, you know, so forth and so on. There's a lot of different ways to get to it. And um, I understood the, the, the meaning of the, of the video is that we get wrapped around the fact that what our way is and what our thoughts are, are, are the right ways of doing things to get to a certain point. Um, but when it comes to the word of God, if it says it and it's clearly spelled out and we come in one spirit and agreement together and says, yep, that's what it says, that's what it says. But if there's a, you know, a hundred different people seeing a hundred different things and it may not be so clear we just need to make sure we settle ourselves and not get too dogmatic on some things. I don't think I was too dogmatic on too many things tonight, but I could have been. Anyways, uh, any last little prayer requests? Uh, so somebody's asking me here about playing hymns from um, another YouTube channel. But I think that still gets you copyrighted hits because those. I think that channel is monetized. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Brother Tim was playing some from them uh, a while ago. Brother Burns needs prayers, of course. We will definitely do that. 
play it from your home and if we're if we're here oh well yeah i see again i don't think it matters because i'm not monetized i'm not trying to make any money off of somebody else's um uh, copyrighted material if you understand what i'm saying so i don't think it i don't think it's going to be that big of a deal but and they're just playing some songs and boy i wish i could play there's no way to do it i don't have it set up the the correct way but i could play it i've been messing around with uh with the post-production of some of those songs that we recorded the other night. Boy, and one of them just, I thought it was really excellent. All right, folks. Well, we're coming down to the last 10 minutes, so let's uh, make sure we pray for this sister here in uh, Germany. We also uh, pray for um, Brother Burns there, Brother Andrew. And I'll be praying for the rest of us too. Uh, this this sister that's in Germany that's having to make some decisions at a uh, a, a place that she's going, and uh, wants to desperately get away from there. Um, lean on the, his his strength in that, and uh, make sure we're surrendering our will to his. Okay. One last little check over here. Brother Burns is talking about some, uh, yeah, I'm starting to do some of the same things there, brother. Just talking about some technical speak. But I tell you what, Brother Burns takes some um, some excellent, I, I don't have like the, the eye for um, uh, photography. I, I don't really know like different things. I I've had my wife really kind of set up the exposure in here of my camera settings and make sure the lighting was decent, but boy, she's really good at it. And brother Burns, I tell you, is really excellent at, um, at his photography. God has really blessed you brother with that, with that talent. I really do believe it's a talent from the Lord. So, all right, let's go to Lord in prayer. And as we finish up tonight, just be in prayer for this ministry be in prayer for me, uh, and I will, as I will be in prayer for you, to have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in, be in you. And uh, let's try to have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Paul tells us that in 1 Corinthians 2. And it tells us straight up, we have the mind of Christ. We need to allow that to happen. Don't quench the Spirit. And uh, so let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this uh, another night that you've given us on this earth. Lord, how, many, how much longer uh, until you return? Uh, it, it, it can't be long. Lord, uh, even so, Lord, come quickly. But as we occupy until you come, um, Lord, help us to do as you've commanded and to teach, preach the word, not to preach ourselves, not to come in excellency of speech, but, Lord, just to give the word of God. Lord, if I said anything tonight that uh, caused confusion or that wasn't clear, Lord, forgive me and forgive this flesh that got in the way at those times. Lord, I just ask that uh, you would help your word to go forth without those hindrances. Lord, you, you've chosen these vessels of, of flesh that were still in the flesh Lord, it hasn't been redeemed yet, and our spirit groans for that for that day, that blessed day that that uh, that will be redeemed, our whole body, soul, and spirit. Until that time, Lord, we just ask that you just give us the knowledge and to rest in the grace that you've poured out, and the fact that more than we can even ask or think, you've given us everything, and you've given us not only salvation but you've given that holy spirit a promise that sealed us that's also there to comfort and to teach lord thank you for your spirit thank you for sending it into the world lord thank you for that we can say that we have the father in us that we have you in us and we have the spirit in us without contradiction lord we can't understand those things our human brains um, Lord, we just have to have faith in those things. And Lord, we, we're supposed to live by faith. And as these moments are coming, um, as Lord, I, I, I just can't help but think that this world is drawing near 
to an end, Lord, even if it's another 50 years and your timing is perfect, we know that. And so, Lord, just help us to live for you and to occupy till you come. And as we go through this life, as we think of this sister here in uh, Germany that has to make a lot of decisions, Lord, Lord, help her to surrender to your will for her life. Lord, give her the boldness, the courage to do what she needs to do that you have if you've commanded her to do a certain thing, Lord, we just ask that she would have the, the strength to do that. Lord, we know that you can do that, and we are just amazed by the fact that that's what you've given us, that ability to even have access into your presence. You provided that access through your flesh that, you was, that was ripped and torn for us, but, Lord, I thank you that the story didn't end there and that you rose again. You conquered death and hell. And one day we'll abolish it completely when you cast it into the lake of fire and you make the earth your footstool. But until that day, again, Lord, help us to occupy. Help us to really understand our standing in this life. And, Lord, thank you for the ability to even have access we know it's all of you, not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. Lord, we pray for our brother Andrew as he is still needing prayer and whatever the, the thing that he is struggling with. Lord, I think of brother Logan. And uh, as he's asked for prayer, as Lord, I'm thankful, though, that uh, he finally as he testified in his email to me that he finally got it settled. And Lord, that he came to the end of himself and finally, finally came to you, a broken sinner. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we give all praise, honor, and glory to you for that. So help my young brother there as he's now dealing with being a new creature in you and the struggles that come with that as far as the flesh versus spirit struggle. Lord, help them to understand that. Lord, help them to get rooted and grounded in your word and in the knowledge of the grace that you have bestowed upon him. Lord, help them to be an ambassador and to proclaim your word to those around him, how he can now say that he has been born again he is a new creature because of what you did. Lord, so many different things and prayer requests I know that are probably out there right now and uh, that weren't mentioned, so we just ask for prayer for that, that you would have your will and way. Lord, help us as if you do not come. Lord, help us to all be about your business. And Lord, we just ask that um, if you would just give us the ability to be up tomorrow, that we would live that day for you. Help us to die to self. Lord, uh, I'm thankful for these brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, I'm also thankful for the fact that maybe somebody without Christ, without you, watched the broadcast tonight. Lord, we gave your word. You promised your word would not return void. Lord, if somebody's made it, that that decision, have humbled themselves and came to godly sorrow and repented tonight. Lord, we're thankful for that. But Lord, if they didn't and they know that your spirit is working on them, Lord, don't give them rest. Lord, please keep convicting them of their need. We ask all these things in your name and for your sake. Amen and amen. All right, folks. Well, thank you for joining me on another Thursday night. We are right there in an hour. And um, th um, again, I, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, all those different things in order to, I don't know, just get it out there. Um, but don't be dependent on just me to get it out there. Study the word, study the show thyself approved, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, and go out and proclaim the word, okay? Love you in the Lord. Thank you for joining me. God bless you. 
And if the Lord doesn't come, and if it be his will, I'll see you again sometime soon. If not uh, soon, Thursday night. Uh, Next Thursday night, 9 Central Time, we'll be in Ephesians chapter 4, speaking again about prisoner of the Lord. A lot of different things where it talks about one spirit. I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. Actually, get in the Word of God. Study it out on your own. Be prepared to come uh, next week, and um, we'll study through it together. Okay, loving the Lord. God bless you. Have a great night.